I've seen. I've seen other podcasts do that, or they scream into the microphone. So I figure that's what you're supposed to do. Hi. Even though my brain's telling me no one else is going to watch this, it's just going to be people that you know already. I'm going to say, no, other people are going to see this and want to know who I am. So I'm going to share who I am, even though I feel ravishingly uncomfortable with doing that because it makes me feel like I'm trying to be an influencer or whatever. (laughs) So, hi, my name is Jade. I am 24 years old and I love learning how to be a human in an effective way and a lot of other things. So just as background, I am the oldest child of four, which to me has a lot of red flags, even though I know science has disproven it. I still feel like there's some weight to it that the age order you're born in, I know there is research that says that it does matter. There's also a lot that says it doesn't. I'm going to decide that it does matter. But as an oldest child, that means that I tend to be um, a parental figure to others and a leader. So aka probably part of the reason why I've always wanted to make something like this. Uh, I was really, I have ADHD. (laughs) Just to background, I am going to very openly and be open about my mental health and my brain in general. Uh, I have I have a couple of different brain problems, <laughs> but I count them as blessings most of the time. I have pretty intense anxiety, unsure of the diagnosis of where it comes from. Pretty sure it's not general, generalized anxiety disorder. Um, I'm pretty positive that I have OCD, but I also have ADHD and have been diagnosed with some form of anxiety and ADHD since I was 13, though I believe... I have had it since I was like eight years old. Uh, I remember my first months of anxiety around that age. Um, I think that's important to note because ADHD, that is something that has withheld me from pursuing a lot of different things because when you're told that you have ADHD, it's like a, it's like a educational and societal stunt of you're not smart and you won't succeed at being organized at anything. Um, so that's just some background on where I come from on a lot of different topics is I've grown up with those things and I've grown up in a family that has all of those things as well. Like legitimately every person in my family of six except one has almost all of those disorders. <laughs> Runs hard in the family, even the extended family. So that's my background and why I have those things. Um, I, because of this and my family experience with that and many other things related to mental health, decided that I'm going to go get my bachelor's degree in psychology. Uh, I really like taking classes because it made me stop thinking about my intense fear of dying (laughs) Um, and other problems going on in my life at that time. And I decided to take more classes, so I double majored and got my other degree in communication. So I have my bachelor's of science in psychology and communications which is beautiful that this is those two worlds coming together. Uh, I have gone on now to get my master's degree in social work, clinical social work, get into that in another episode about why I really strongly (laughs) emphasize the clinical social work, Um, but I'm going to school basically to be a therapist or an educator on mental health. Those are my two thought patterns on where I'll go 
Um, I've been in the field of mental health for about five years now. I've worked at an inpatient psychiatric hospital. I've been a psychometrist, which means I've done testing and assessment on people for a variety of mental health disorders, primarily ADHD, but other things as well. Loved that job so much. I love asking people questions and doing quizzes. So fun. I've made everyone in my family do every single personality mental health assessment that I could possibly find. I even have a ton of legitimate ones upstairs that I made every one of my husband's friend group do the other weekend. That I promise you that will be an episode because I love quizzes, especially ones with science to back them. Um, I've also been a psych tech, which means that I just took care of all the patients that were inpatient. Um, and now I'm currently a discharge planner, which means I get people that are inpatient ready to leave the hospital and get them set up with their providers, as well as a lot of other random tasks uh, that come along with working on a psychiatric team. And I'm really thankful for the experiences I, that I've had at that hospital because I've learned so much more than I could have ever learned just sitting in a classroom about mental health. Um, I have also worked as a case manager at a community mental health office, which means government-funded mental health care. And I just had a caseload of like 70 people that all were pretty mentally ill that I helped them do a variety of different things. Um, and I'm currently a student at Michigan State. Uh, and like I said, I'm getting my master's in social work. And this is my second year, so I'm doing my first internship, and I'm doing my internship at a collaborative care company, and I'm doing research, um, engagement calls, just a variety of social worky things. I'm really excited for next year, though, because I'll get to finally do clinical social work, hopefully in a therapy office. I can't wait. But enough about my background. I want to talk about why we're here today. And if you're watching this and you do know me, thank you so much. I'm pretty confident that there's actually a handful of people that will actually go out of their way to listen to this because I've been posting a lot of things on my Instagram for years now. And this, my brain's telling me not to say this because it will make me sound cocky. Um, and I don't feel like I have the, I, my brain's telling me don't say this. It'll make it seem like you're trying to be an influencer, but I'm not. I would love to be a teacher. I would love to do anything where I get to talk to people and explain my opinions on things because I'm a very curious person. I fall down a lot of rabbit holes and I, I do think that I have a good way of explaining every angle inside of different topics and I've been doing that on social media for a very long time and there's a lot of women specifically that love to engage with me about those topics and I create pretty good conversations with them and I'm confident that you guys probably are watching this right now and I'm so thankful for you inspiring me to continue to do this and actually chase my dreams even though I've been not doing it for years now. <laughs> um, but anyway, like I said, I've been wanting to do this for, I can't hold this microphone anymore. My arm is burning. <laughs> I've been wanting to do this for a very long time and I haven't because because I'm, because I've been scared. Um, I've been trying to make content since I was literally like, I think, I think it was fifth grade or sixth grade. I don't remember. It was fifth or sixth grade. So I was like 11 or 12. And I had just started watching YouTube videos when YouTube was in its 
very early days and I wanted to upload videos. So I would film myself making content. They were skits. You don't want to see them. Um, but the problem was that my parents wouldn't let me upload them to the internet. And I understand why, because they didn't want creepers to come find me and kidnap me. But I would make the videos and we have them all on our home computer. Not all of them, but many of them on our home computer still. And this like desire to want to make stuff like that continued on until today. And I have always wanted to talk. <laughs> I talk so much. I've always wanted to plat. I've always wanted somewhere where I could talk and have people hear me because I think that I have important things to share with individuals. Um, being a public speaker is always something I've been interested in doing. Being a teacher is always something I'm interested in doing. Leading group therapy sessions is something I'm interested in doing. Being a therapist, even though therapy is a lot more listening, part of it is talking and educating people. Um, I just love teaching people new things and helping guide people along their process of being a human being because it's hard. Being a person's hard. Um, I've been actively trying to make YouTube content and Instagram, TikTok, whatever content for the past two or three years now, I have bought a camera, filmed YouTube videos, deleted the YouTube videos, never actually uploaded them. I think I've recorded like probably over a hundred vlogs on my phone or the camera and deleted them immediately after because I was like, well, this one's stupid. It's not good enough. I didn't film it well enough. I'm just going to delete it and I never post them. I just get too nervous. I think that no one's going to care. Why would I post this? I don't have any reason to post this. I'm not famous. I have no, whatever. All these stupid excuses that I've come up with over the years to not share what I'm passionate about. Um, I, I bought a camera. I sold the camera. I, <laughs> I've made multiple different influencing accounts, not influencing like content accounts, influencing whatever and deleted them every single time because I feel like I don't have the right to do that. And the reality is that I do have the right to do that. Every single person that makes content started off, for the most part, as just being a normal, average person. And a lot of them are still normal, average people. And that's me. I'm just a normal, average person. And I don't, I'm not doing this as a way to become famous and then like a TikTok influencer I'm doing this as not only a portfolio purposes of being able to say that I have a forum where I utilize educational information and personal information and passions to share with the world because that is a big part of creating a portfolio now, especially in the mental health world. Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm not, I don't deserve to make a podcast and I don't deserve to make content. And that's what I wanted to talk about in my first episode is imposter syndrome and insecurity because that's what this is. It's me being insecure and experiencing imposter syndrome. And I experience it with a lot of different things. And before I, before I even start to, to explain what all that means for me and what it means in science and mental health, I want to say what, like, who specifically inspired me to actually take the step and make content um, because it's a variety of different people. I'm just going to list them off and I'm I'm sure I'll make an episode later on that talks about my favorite influencers that have pushed me to be a better person instead of ones that bring me down. <laughs> um, 
I had listened to a variety of different podcasts, but the one that finally made me go, oh, there's two that made me go, oh, I can do this. And it's not weird. We're out of ice, Kristen and Alex and um, Rise and Conquer with Georgie Stevenson. Okay. Those two people. Georgie Stevenson's podcast specifically inspired me to do this because I would go on like these these rampages. <laughs> By the way, I'll link both of their podcasts down below. Georgie is someone that used to be a lawyer and I could literally quote it because it's the intro to every one of her podcasts. It's lawyer turned health coach. And she... Um, <laughs> I would like go on these binges of listening to her podcasts, which are all about like, it's a variety of topics of like overcoming your fears and dealing with insecurity and diet and whatever. It's all the stuff that I've always wanted to talk about, but I would go on these, these periods of like binging her content and then I would stop. And when I would go back to do it again, it was always like so applicable to my life. And I was like, it would be like, you need to just step out of your comfort zone and do it. Like whatever dream it is that you have, take that step and do it. Like you have no reason for people to tell you that you're inadequate for this role or whatever. Like you can do it and you should do it. Like take the steps now because later if you wait too long, you're going to regret it. Like if you would have started back then, like imagine where you'd be now. And I was finally like, yeah, I'm supposed to do something, but I was still too scared. Kristen and Alex inspired me because they're just really open and honest people who I, I feel like I'm very similar to Kristen. Um, just from her vlogs and her podcast stuff in general, we have a lot of this. They just did personality assessments and we have similar ones. I feel like I'm very similar to her. And I don't think there's a lot of creators that are open and honest to the extent that she is. And I know that I am and I am willing and so happy to be like that with anyone. I think we need more of that. That's not so structured and um, like trying to impress people. It's just so, so open and honest and genuine. And I want to, I know that I'm like that and I want to be able to provide that for the world and do something. And I've just just like this deep-seated calling in my heart that I am supposed to do something like this where I share things on a larger scale because it just feels like that's what I was put here to do. And I've always felt like that for a very long time. And that sounds really, I feel like I want to slap myself in the face for saying that because it sounds cringy, but yeah, that's why. And they are the two people that made me think about doing this. <laughs> the two the two people primarily, Alex said, too, but you know what I mean? Um, but the moment that I realized that I was actually going to pull the trigger and do this was a couple weeks ago. Actually, it was like the end of September. So I got married in, in the beginning of September. And I thought that moving out was going to be like the end of my life from oh, moving out from my parents' house. I thought I was going to lose it. It was going to be horribly like scary because I was having a hard time before. It's for a different day. But I didn't. I've been thriving. <laughs> And I was, I was at the gym and I, I've been struggling real hard with my eating and my body image right now. And I was at the gym and I was lifting weights and there were two songs that came on right in a row because I don't listen to music a lot. I kind of just like click random playlists and there's children screaming outside. Um, I just click random playlists and see what comes up. 
so I I don't know what song I I played, but the song that came up was um hold on I gotta look it up. okay the song that came out while I was lifting was Nice to Meet Ya by Megan Trainer, <laughs> which listen I understand is a cringy song, but I just felt this wave of inspiration go through my body. And I was like, I need to just do it. Like, I'm a valid individual. I have every right to do this. Why do I think that that I shouldn't do this and it's not my place? It is my place. If this is what my heart is telling me to do, I should do it. The the lyrics of the chorus that made me feel so inspired that I have been repeating as my mantra and my affirmation for the past month is the, I'm blessed by the heavens. Someone's got a hold of me. Sweet, but I get rough. Just what I want to be. What I want to be, just what I want to be. I don't know you, but I'm just what I want to be. And so I've just been repeating that because I feel like the past few years, I've just been trying to be that girl and like trying to be this person that Instagram and YouTube portray is like having it together and having everything figured out. And I just struggle so much to do that. And I always beat myself up because I'm like, why am I not like that? Those are the people that should make this content. Not me. Like, why can't I be like that? Why? And I've been striving to be this person. And that song made me realize like the way that I am is completely acceptable. And I need to start to love who I am and realize that who I am is, I'm able to grow and change and that's fine. But the core of who I am right now is how I'm supposed to be. And I need to just do it. And literally the song that came on after it was The Man by Taylor Swift, which just is kind of going to somewhere else. Like my head must have just been in this space when I heard these songs. But that song says like it's it's basically the whole thing is being about how there's these double standards on women and how it's like, oh, if a if a guy does did this, that would be cool and they'd be so sweet and whatever. And But if I do it or if I speak my opinions and whatever, I'm a B word (laughs) and I'm whatever, like that I would be, that women are looked down upon basically. And I was like, that's so true. This is, that's, that's like the primary reason why I make all this content all the time. And I never post it because (laughs) I think about the judgment that I'm going to have put on me as a woman for posting this, because I, here's the thing. My husband wanted to be a YouTuber not really. He's in a whole different world. Um, he likes dirt biking and he has friends that all make dirt bike YouTube videos and are whatever like famous in the dirt bike world, which is not even like the same realm as what I'm interested in. It's just so interesting. So he started making content and people liked it. Like guys that I went to high school with were like, that's awesome, dude. I love it. Like whatever. He got connections to some pretty big people during that time. But even the people here who don't like dirt biking, loved everything he was making but I know for a fact that when I even post too many stories I lose followers and they're all guys that unfollow me that I know because and some of them are girls because they think oh she's she thinks she's a she thinks she's an influencer and she thinks she's so cool and oh my gosh she's just trying so hard to like make people like like her and be an influencer and be that girl and like why am I not allowed to do that? Mm-hmm. Every time. And I I'm, I do this and I'm working on it. Is If I see a guy like posting his passions on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, I'm like, oh, like whatever. It, it's normal. But if a girl does it, 
my and like they're not they don't have any kind of like following I'm like oh my gosh like they're trying so hard that's why I don't post it because I'm putting those same labels on myself and other women like why why is it acceptable for men to do those things and to share those things and it's not thought of as being cringy or weird or try hard they're just sharing their stuff but when women do it we're called weirdos because we're trying to be famous why can't we just share what we're interested in you know (laughs) whatever the whole point of that is that I'm insecure and a lot of women are and that's why I don't post that's why I've never posted anything because I don't feel like I'm I'm worthy of any of it and it's the whole concept of imposter syndrome which I really want to read to you right now so give me a hot second I just I just want to read to you what imposter syndrome is. Hold on. I'm just going to I'm just going to read the Wikipedia one cuz these other ones are inefficient. Imposter syndrome um is a psychological occurrence in which individuals doubt their skills, talents, or accomplishments with having persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is why I don't ever make anything. <laughs> Because I think that to be in this world, you have to be an influencer and you have to have a following. But the reality is every single person, most of the time, that has a following and is any amount of a content creator started off as someone that had nothing like that. They were just an individual making content and hoping that people liked it and followed it or they didn't care. They just did it because it was what they were interested in, which is why I want to do it. I'm not doing it because I want to become the next, I don't even know who's someone that's a major YouTuber. I'm not doing it because I want to become the next David Dobrik, okay? I'm not doing it because I want to become the next, uh, I don't even know, man. One of those people that's like really famous on YouTube. I'm not doing it because of that. I'm doing it because, you know what? I don't know. I don't care what the outcome of this is. Right now, you're seeing live, not live, but whatever, what imposter syndrome looks like. I'm trying to rationalize to myself why it should be acceptable for me to make this podcast. I'm like, oh, well, I'm making it not to become famous, but I'm making it because I'm using it as a portfolio thing for becoming a therapist someday. I'm doing it because I'm interested in talking to people. Like, I do it because. I talk a lot and people say they like my conversations. Like, I don't need to rationalize it. If I this is what I want to do, I should be able to do it. The fact that it's this weird thing to do now is bizarre. Like, back in the day when they first invented <laughs> exercise. Like, when exercise... This is actually a good example. When exercise first became like a popular thing to do that not only like these elite athletes would do when everyone started to go to these massive gyms people probably were like why are you doing that you're not an athlete why would you weight lift and now today it's a very normal thing to do for anyone to weight lift but now all of a sudden if you record yourself weightlifting and share your experience with that you're a weirdo because you're not famous <laughs> like no that doesn't matter it doesn't matter so right now I want to tell you is there something that you have been wanting to do, whether it is in the social media realm or not, and you're feeling like you're not going to do it because you don't have the criteria, you don't have the followers, you don't have the experience, 
Who cares? If you're interested in it, go do it. That is what you're, if your heart's telling you that that's your calling and that's what you're meant to do, go do it. Don't let the imposter syndrome and the insecurity stop you from chasing the goals that you want to do because someday you're going to be pissed off that you didn't do it. I'm pissed off at myself that when I initially had this thing in my heart telling me to do this, I didn't just do it. It's what makes me happy. I love writing research papers. You want to know why? Because I love learning and I love talking and sharing about what I've learned. This is a new way to do that on topics I want to do it about because otherwise I wouldn't. I would just think about it and go, oh, and tell everyone that I know and my family and stuff like that about it over and over and over again. I'm not kidding. I'm the type of person where if I like something, I will show every single person that. I watched it. I literally had to watch a video today about anorexia and eating disorders, and I sent it to five people. I've rewatched multiple shows like four times just so I could watch it with my husband, my grandma, my mom and sister, and by myself. Like, no joke. I'm not kidding. But back to the topic, you need to just go after your goals and do what you want and what makes you happy because it's about you. It's not about the standards of the world. And I know everyone says that, but that's, that's the whole point of why I wanted to make this podcast. Um, I mean, other than the fact that like, it's what I'm passionate about, but the topics that I want to cover on this podcast are a lot of them are going to be focused on women. Okay. Some of them are going to be more like personal, like fun things about my life or personality tests or whatever and educational. Um, and other things are just going to be random topics like religion that I'm super interested in. And at the end of the day, though, they're all going to be topics that uh, intersect with this circle of what a human being is, where it's your mind, your body, and your spirit. And those things all interconnect. Um, and I want this to be a platform where I can share that. But And I'm going to cover all those topics and a variety of different things. I have a list of like 50 topics I already want to do. And I think down the road, I'll probably interview people, but I'm, I'm here today to tell you to go after what you want to do. But the whole point of this podcast is that this standard that we're being told to achieve, but also told that by achieving it, we are an imposter is so bizarre. And I know that there's a lot of influencers out there that say, oh, like you need to like treat yourself well or whatever. But the content that they put out is so unattainable. It doesn't matter that they're telling you not to like be super strict with yourself. They're being super strict with themselves and they're showing you that that's what they live their lives like, which makes you in turn think that's how you're supposed to live your life. And it's not healthy or attainable to live life like that. Being that girl on the way that social media puts it out today is not attainable. Like, you know those videos of them, like, waking up and making their bed and drinking green juice and typing on their computer and then doing this workout and walking on the beach and whatever. It glamorizes day-to-day life to make it seem like this movie. And every day is not going to feel like that. And it shouldn't. Like, living a life that is perfect is not attainable. I did it for, like, a year, and it I burned out. It's not a good thing to do. And this culture for women specifically right now is completely centered around being that girl. And they're all my friends talk about it all the time that they feel this crazy amount of pressure to like attain these goals and feel productive all the time and grind, 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 grind. And like, there's like 60 different areas that you're supposed to be doing it in to be that girl. 
And there's just not the amount of time in the day to do that. And I specifically look at my grandma and I think she spent her whole life trying so hard (laughs) to feel better about herself and about her food and about what she does every day. And now she's 75 working on the same things that she's been trying to fix since she was 20. And I don't want to, I don't want to live that life. And it's, I think there needs to be more of a conversation about living life haphazardly. (laughs) Do you like my transition? But I'm being so serious. So let me read you the definition of haphazardly because it's different than half-hazardly. Half, H-A-L-F, hazardly, space in between the two. And H-A-P-H-A-Z-A-R-D-L-Y, haphazardly. So I'm going to tell you what the difference between them is. So according to Google's Oxford Dictionary, haphazardly, with H-A-P, is a manner lacking any obvious principle of organization. And other sources say it's randomness and just all over the place. And that's what life feels like when you're trying to be that girl and you have these standards out for yourselves. Your life feels haphazardous. Like, you're like, why, why does it feel like everything's so chaotic? Why can't I get it together? I, I have, I should be checking these boxes and I'm not checking these boxes. And I'm here to tell you that it doesn't need to be haphazardly and it doesn't need to be that girl grinded out culture. The reality is you should be living a haphazardous life. Half got it all together with a little bit of hazard, haphazardness. Like, it needs, there, there needs to be this in-between amount. So we're going to live a haphazard this life together, okay? Haphazardly, we're going to get it together. We're going to figure things out. And right now, this week, it's coming to terms with the fact that whatever you want to be, whoever you want to be, just decide it and do it. And consciously try to break all the standards you have in your head of expectations and things that put you down. Because Your life is so much more than having it perfectly together and it's so much more than the standards the world has for you. Um, And there's a lot of different ways for people to break those thought patterns, but one of the most effective ways is self-talk. And that's a continuous thing that goes on for a long time. But I I mean, personally, if you want to get the most out of becoming a better version of yourself, I highly encourage you to remove anyone, anyone from any of your social media feeds, even if you just have to mute them, that make you feel inadequate or make you feel bad about yourself. There were some people I had to unfollow and unmute mute because looking at their content made me think, why am I not that good? Why don't I have it together? And even sometimes just opening TikTok or opening the Explorer page, I'm like, I'm a failure. I I eat a whole bag of candy this week. Why am I so terrible? So just delete all those people. Mute those people. And change the way you speak about yourself out loud and inside your head. So like I said, this podcast is supposed to be me helping people get their lives together haphazardly. So a little bit put together, a little bit random in how normal humans should be, okay? But the thing that I want to add into this is science because I love science. I love research and I want everything to be backed by evidence because the problem with a lot of podcasts and YouTubers today that are lifestyle ones 
um, are that they're just sharing their experiences. And while that's great, um, it's not always true. Like, like these girls that are living these that girl lifestyles say that that's the way you should live your life and that's the most effective way. And it's not. And science says that it's not. And most girls just look at that and go, yes, that's it. I need to do all those things. And I'm here to show you. The evidence says no, okay? We're not going to do those things. And I'm going to tell you right now that some of the evidence says affirmations are real good for your brain and they're very good at reframing your thought patterns. Um, especially if you have a constant practice of that. So moving forward, what I want to do with the content um, in this podcast is going to be that I'm going to post on Mondays and Wednesdays. This week, I'm only posting on Wednesday because I wanted to be able to explain what this layout was going to be first. I didn't think it would make much sense for me to post a Monday affirmations video without explaining why affirmations are important. So I thought I had to do it like this. So next week and moving forward, Mondays, I'm going to be posting a short video and podcast um, where I read the effort. I'm going to tell you this is the theme of the week. Uh, These are the affirmations. And this is the mantra of the week. And then every day on my Instagram account, I'm going to post a quote of the week that has to do with the theme or quote of the day that has to do with the theme. And... I'm going to encourage all of you if you're actually going to follow along and listen, even though I, my little pastor voice in my head right now is saying the only person that's going to follow along with this is Amanda, my best friend. Um, but I encourage you, Amanda, and anyone else listening to this, to listen to the affirmations every single day on your drive to work in your while you're getting ready and repeat them out loud to yourself. And if you can't verbally say them out loud, even just listening to them and really like focusing on the content of the words. Um, the reason I came up with the idea to do affirmations um, is because I was listening to affirmation videos online for myself and I got really irritated that these affirmation videos always have like, <laughs> they always have so many affirmations and they repeat them so quickly that you don't really have time to like soak it in. And there's so many of them that it's not that effective to have a ton. So I'm only going to have around 10 every single week because it's better to focus on repeating the same ones over and over again. I'll link the articles I have on the science of this down below. But um, yeah, it science says that the, if you choose a specific amount of them and continually repeat those, that is more effective than having an excess amount, creating a routine around it and not having access is more effective. And most of the videos I found online, just there was like literally like 75 <laughs> per video. And I was like, I can't do that. And you'd, you'd like start to repeat what they're saying and they'd already be starting on the second repetition of it. I'm like, all right, that wasn't not helpful. Um, yeah. So that's what the affirmation Mondays are going to be. Uh, I'm going to post content on my Instagram page. It's haphazardly, half underscore hazardly on Instagram. And then you can find the podcast on Apple Music and Spotify. I'm going to try to figure out how to post it other places, but I don't know. And I'm also going to post the video version on my YouTube account. Just look up the name again. Uh, I also have an email address if you want to email me anything like ideas, questions, whatever. It's haphazardly, H-A-L-F-H-A-Z-A-R-D-L-Y 
podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I have so many different things to talk about. I literally have the longest list ever. But I hope you enjoyed this. I'm going to now record the affirmations and post them separately. Um, just because I would be really irritated if I had to scrub through a 40-minute podcast to get to the affirmations. And I want it to be a very quick and easy thing for you to do if you decide to follow along with that. Um, but yeah, the theme of this week is imposter syndrome and insecurity and it's a thing that plagues most women and it's really hard to overcome and I hope that even if you're a guy you can repeat them I just think that this applies to a lot of women and my experience is more so with women and my passion is to help women um but for whoever it applies to no matter your gender I hope that it helps you uh so yeah uh let's actually Let's look at the quote of the day. I think the main core of insecurity and imposter syndrome is that we never feel adequate. And I love my grandma more than anything, and I love my mom, but they both spent their lives at war with themselves over many different things. And I don't want to live my life like that. I want to live a life where I'm at peace and where I'm not constantly fighting to change myself in an extreme way. So the quote for this week, um, to overcome your imposter syndrome and anxiety, not anxiety, why did I just say that? Imposter syndrome and insecurity is, life is too short to spend it at war with yourself. I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please, I know this probably doesn't actually make a difference, but feel free to rate my podcast and leave a review on wherever you listen to it. Please follow me on Instagram at halfhazardly, half underscore hazardly, um, and go follow me on YouTube. I'm going to maybe start posting more content on there aside from podcasts, but for right now, this is what I'm going to start with is just podcasts. I also have TikTok. I don't know what I'm going to be posting on there yet, so if you want to follow me, feel free. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to be posting every Monday and Wednesday starting on November 6th. 7, November 7, I'm going to be starting to post every Monday with affirmations and Wednesday with the normal podcast. So yeah, thank you so much and have a great rest of your week. I hope that you feel empowered to do what you love and to love yourself fully without any restrictions that society has put on us. All right, have a good day. Bye. Thank you.